Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Hidden Influences, an educational and enlightenment podcast, educating us on the inner workings of our favorite companion, the media, which we are all on right now. And uh, why this podcast was named the Hidden Influences is really to note the subversiveness of media, because it influences us it speaks to uh, it speaks to us but not in such an obvious form not in such an obvious manner so it influences us but it's subtle you know so which is why the term the hidden influences was coined for this podcast now what we're going to be doing basically is enlightening ourselves on how the media impacts us, how, you know, what we might not pay too much attention to or what it seems like we're not paying too much attention to might actually be shaping our beliefs, might be shaping our thought processes, be shaping our priorities, the things we claim to be important, be shaping our aspirations and our allegiances. Media is an agent of socialization. And it does impact every single one of those things. Before we get, you know, too analytical on that, I would just like to introduce us to the basic concepts of media and media literacy, which is what this entire concept is about. Media literacy is the ability, the intellectual ability to deconstruct, analyze, evaluate all forms of media messages and the contents therein. Deconstruct them, understand the subliminal messages, understand the manifest messages, the latent messages. Understand the inner workings of media production. And in doing so, will help us gain a healthier perspective, a more furnished perspective into the workings of media, into how it seems, you know, we all imbibe, we all use for multiple hours a day, you know, has this really impacting effect that can either be positive or negative. They can either be positive or negative. The media itself is a tool. This is an introductory phase, so I need to make that clear. The media itself is a tool. The media is neither ally nor foe. What makes a media presentation good or bad is the content therein and the producers, the people making it. What are they inputting into that? So to go further on that, like I said before, media literacy is the ability to dissect and analyze all media messages. Now, what are the concepts of media literacy? Okay, because media literacy is still education on media. It's a literacy, but on media. So to understand the concepts of media literacy, you need to understand the concepts of media, which is all media messages, one, are constructed. All media messages are constructed for one purpose or another. If you have, let's say, an advert uh, reaching multiple nations, you have the producer of that product who is speaking to 
the millions of people that he or she has access to and is saying, buy my product. That is what that advert is. That advert is saying, my product is the best, buy my product. If you have uh, a song, you know, that artist is saying, you know, my song impacts, you know, the best meaning or the best feelings. My song has the best beat, you know. Every single media message is constructed by one person or a group of people. And they do try to grab your attention in various ways and do succeed, actually, in grabbing attention in various ways. So that's what. Second, all media messages have embedded values and points of views. So, which means, for example, now, this is what we're going to be doing. Let me digress a little bit. This is what we're going to be doing for the entirety of the podcast, right? The best way to become media literate is through social co-viewing, which is a platform where, you know, an instructor sits and uh, you have the participants, the learners, and you know, they dissect the media piece together. They dissect uh, a news piece together. They dissect a movie together. They dissect a song, an advert together. They dissect uh, a newspaper clipping together. You know, that is the best way to become media literate because it ensures uh, this process of inquiry in a social co-viewing manner in which there's someone there to direct, of course, but the process of critical thinking is also being developed in the learners. But because this is a podcast forum, the best alternative for that will be more of a, uh, what would I call it, social dissecting, co-dissecting asynchronously, in which, you know, I'll be dissecting various movies, various songs, various adverts, and the embedded messages within the various, all forms of media messages, actually, you name it, will be dissected. And then you will understand the process as each uh, media literacy skill is applied to the media forum or the media message. So you will understand how to constantly do that. Now, for the, back to the concepts of media literacy, Embedded values on points of view, right? So, for example, let's say you you have a, a writer or a director or a producer who is a Christian and who is writing a movie. Now, definitely, you're going to see traces of the person's faith in the movie. You're going to see maybe, you know, something happening and going to church and having the problem solved. Uh, you know, somebody or somebody who was a non-believer eventually becoming a believer or in the more subliminal phases, um, you know, a propagation for healthy behavior, good behavior, which is positive. So, you know, that can be constructed as a positive media message. So, you know, based on the fact that that individual is a producer of media and happens to hold certain beliefs and certain views, that person's beliefs and views have been projected towards that media piece 
that he or she has created. And those values and opinions have now been projected to the others who will watch it as well. So that's basically the embedded points of views. Now, what uh, that's a positive example, right? Now I'm talking about like a negative example because there's a need to talk about this because sadly, most of the media messages that we have, especially from the mass corporations, the mass Hollywood forums, really have negatively embedded points of views, negatively embedded values, things that are detrimental to society. Now, how do you determine if a media message is good or not? How do you determine if a media message is positive or not? Of course, you're looking at the moral aspect. If I imbibe this particular media message, is it going to help me, help my brother or my sister, or harm my brother or my sister, or harm me? So which is it? Whatever, you know, it falls into, of course, you know that this is what to take. And another reason why this podcast has been named The Hidden Influences is because the media, even with their negative subliminal messages, they are very subtle. A negatively embedded latent message is most likely going to be hidden in a positive manifest message or a funny uh, manifest message or an appealing generally manifest message. The latent message that honestly, when dissected, when thought about, is actually very negative and very, very, you know, morally bankrupt, very morally bankrupt when you think about it. It's often hidden in something that is funny that you might initially just look at and laugh, or you might initially just look at and laugh, uh, like, you know, something that you might not really pay too much attention to as negative. But the subliminal message is actually negative. But they do this intentionally because they they, they know what they're doing. They're geniuses at their craft, actually. So what people just need to do is to equip their minds because you can't stop what they're doing. The people doing that, they're too highly well-placed to be, you know, stopped. They've got billion-dollar advertising budgets. So what you need to do is to equip your mind. So how are we going to do this now? Taking through the concepts of media literacy, right? Each uh, media message as well has its own creative aesthetic, creative uh, point of view. Which means the producer of the media message has certain ways to grab your attention, has certain ways to make their messages stick. So how do they do that? The various ways in which they do that will be dissected alongside the media messages. Other concepts of media literacy... Of course, uh, before stepping into that right now, which is a, basically a subtopic, now the embedded points of view values also talks about the monetary aspect. Because all media messages, even though they might be coming to majority of us for free, let's say the songs or most of the movies we watch are basically for free if we download them, 
you only pay for a movie if you go to a cinema to watch it basically so you know most of the media firms the news all of that we most of the time access it for free but the fact is they are not free to make they are paid for by certain people or groups so even if we are accessing it for free quote unquote it is still you know something that money is involved in and if money is involved in something you expect it is either for profit or for power one of those things is certainly the drive so the fact that okay for example let's use a hollywood production let's use a movie now cost let's say 50 million dollars in production because they're not cheap cost let's say 50 million dollars in production right someone is paying for that or a group of people are paying for that now they own the money whoever owns the money really owns what's going to happen in the movie so if they're saying okay we're going to drop this amount for your movie but we want you to portray this 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 and this Whoever is actually the artistic uh, mind behind it, let's say the, the writer or the producer itself, but does not really have those funds to, you know, establish the movie. Of course, it's going to take the money from those that are willing to give him or her and then portray exactly what they want them to portray. Because, you know, they own the money they've been given and they've been told, okay, in order to get this, you have to do this, this, this as well. So they portray those messages. And most of the time, the messages that those who are so highly placed are trying to get us to imbibe are not for our benefit. Are not for our benefit at all. For more understanding on this, go and read the book, United States of Distractions. Okay, I can't remember exactly who the author's name is, but I'm going to get that to you in the next episode. Go read it. Look for United States of Distractions. Gives a further uh, understanding on that so this is basically what they do right monetary implications certainly affect the messages if you're lucky enough the person who's funding your project has good messages you project that good but if the person funding the project has you know negative or otherworldly you know detrimental messages of course that would be enforced and projected as well so moving on to the pervasiveness of media media speaks to us it speaks to us on multi-sensory levels Affecting the way we feel, think, and behave. Which is why the concepts were explained. Because you need to understand that they are constructed. And before, for you to fully understand that, let us talk about the concepts of communication, the types of communication. Because in order to become fully media literate, you must understand that media is not just a passive forum. Whether you think it is a passive forum or not, it is influencing you. Whether you are aware of it or not, it doesn't change that fact that it influences you. So in order to fully understand this 
You must understand media as a form of communication. Types of communication now. Intra, inter, mass. Intra communication. The basics of communication, your thought process, your thoughts, basically, because of course, before you say anything, you must have thought about it before. So the thought process of that, your basic outline of thought is intercommunication. Intercommunication, your basic conversation with one person to another, each person goes from receiver to disseminator, so on and so forth. It's a back and forth process. Basically, a conversation with another person. Now, mass communication is, of course, one channel, one message to hundreds of thousands of people, to millions of people, to billions of people. Now, it is those forms of communication, mass communication, that we'll be talking about because those are the forms in which media are passed. Your forms of mass communication, your TV, your social media, your radio, your newspaper, your podcasts, your uh, YouTube channels, your whatever it is that you're constantly imbibing from is a form of mass communication. Even your posters, your adverts, the posters that you look at when you leave your house, the adverts on the buses, all of it is a form of media. Is a form of mass communication. Because one channel or multiple forums of one, one, various channels from different people that are trying to get their messages out there. Talking to hundreds of millions and thousands and billions of people. So the forms of mass communication now. Now, uh, Marshall McLaurin is really a pioneer of media studies and he said i believe this was in the 60s that all media work us over completely that they are so pervasive in their social uh astrological i believe he mentioned basically every sphere of life and stated that that is how much media affects us in basically every sphere of life. I need to reiterate this because media is communication. Media is information. For example, you don't know how to do something, right? You go on YouTube for, let's say, a tutorial video. You don't have the information. You have gone to media to get that information, which has been placed there by someone else or a group of other people. Now, whether it's accurate or not, you don't know. You might be certain in some cases, but in all cases, you're not sure. But because you lack this information or that information, you go to media. You want to search for something to watch. You go to YouTube. You want to search for something, information. You go to Google. You go to blogs to read about certain things, to about certain events. You seek information from those firms they become a source of information so that information being imbibed is it completely accurate you must ask yourself this is it telling me all the points of view 
Is it projecting one fragmented point of view or another? Is it promoting division? Is it promoting bias? If I imbibe this, what benefit is it to me? If I don't imbibe this, what benefit is it to me? Certain critical thinking questions that you need to ask when assessing media. Because you cannot simply just reading a news piece does not make you media literate. Simply just uh, listening to a song or watching a movie does not make you media literate. If you cannot understand the intricacies of what goes on behind this thing that has been glorified to such an unbelievable extent, people believe whatever they see in the media like it has to be true simply because they are reading it from somewhere. You need to understand that that's not how it works. The people behind those forums, they seek for sources of manipulation of power just like everyone else does and they have it. Now how they use it now is what is to be questioned. Encouraging critical thinking. Strengthening the process of inquiry. That is what media literacy is about and that is what we'll be focusing on, on the hidden influencers. How I seek to do this, the WMLC had an event recently on uh, um, understanding media influence, how the media propagates unhealthy competition amongst females. Very happy to be able to get that message out there, at least on that particular issue. So what we'll be doing, how we'll be going through this process, basically is through the dissection of movies because my what I want people to understand the most is how media influences their behavior, thought patterns, aspirations, how we might have been led to believe that that which is uh, really not beneficial for society at all is that which is cool. That that which is, you know, really just physically appealing but has no good within is what we should embrace. So, and the best way to point that out, make people understand just what direction they're trying to lead us as a society, as a global forum. Not just one nation or one continent now, it's a global forum. How they're doing this, I believe, will be more adequately understood if we use movies because media are constructed right constructed to do what constructions of what media are constructions of reality media are heightened reality so these forums that they are presenting which are which of course what the media does actually is they present a realistic setting something that might happen in real life or certainly even happens in real life. But then they tell you the worst way to deal with it. Now, like I said before, media could either be good or bad. What makes a media forum positive or negative is the message in it. The message behind it. The people who constructed it. What are they trying to make you do? What are they trying to make you feel? How are they trying to make you behave? 
Now, understanding that, right? You need to, what do you call it? The understanding of that will be further furnished through movies and songs, of course, but I'll be focusing more on movies because they're constructions of reality. And one thing that these people do, they know that is necessary, actually, which is why they do it, is reinforcement. If you are, as you become media literate, you will notice that there are certain patterns. There are certain patterns of messages that the media reinforces. Basically, in every movie, you will see one alluding to that or another. Because they want to reinforce it. They want it to stick. They want it. They want people to imbibe it by force. So they constantly reinforce it. They constantly reinforce it. And because, like I said, media forms of communication. If you see the same message in this movie, see the same message in that movie, uh, this, that one song suggests the same thing, uh, you know, another movie suggests the same thing, you might start to believe, you will start to believe, in fact, that what they are suggesting is real, what they are suggesting is true. But is it really you have to think about that. Is it really? Is it really good? Is it really true? Or are they just constantly trying to make me believe that it's true? Or are they just constantly trying to make me believe that it's good? Strengthening the process of inquiry is very important in media literacy. So dissection of movies, right? How we'll do this is, you take, uh, let's say, because dissecting a, a two-hour movie will take far too long. So what we'll be doing is dissecting certain segments. Like, what I did for quite some time is, but I no longer have access to that file, but what I did for quite a number of months was Writing down whenever I would watch a movie, anytime I see a subliminal message that is negatively embedded or I see a suggestion that is negatively embedded, I write down the movie, I write down the minute that it happened for future references. So which is what we'll be doing at this point now. I would watch a movie, tell you exactly what movie it is, tell you, okay, in the 20th minute of this movie, watch the scene. Analyze that scene. What does is, what is that scene say? Is it detrimental to familial values or is it upholding familial values? Is it uh, upholding the respect for authority or is it uh, downgrading respect for authority? Is it teaching you to lie? To like lying or not to like lying? Is it teaching you to like to steal? Is it teaching you to have an aggressive behavior as normal? What are those media firms saying? Because they are saying something, I assure you. I assure you of that. But what is it saying? So the process of this is to be able to say, Okay, this media message is saying something good. I'll imbibe it. 
Oh no, this media message is saying something bad. I will ignore it and repel it. That is the bottom line. Being able to consume these media messages without being influenced. Recognizing the influence when it is positive and saying, okay, this is actually good for me. I'm going to imbibe it. And then also recognizing when it is negative and detrimental and saying, no, I will not accept this. I will not imbibe this. That is what media literacy is about. Because we've been introduced and submerged with all this media without accurate understanding of how it actually works. Submerged daily, constantly, with all forms of media, without actually understanding how it works. So there needs to be a reversion of that. And I thank Lord Almighty that I've been given the chance to start this with you. The very next episode of uh, The Hidden Influences will be dissecting a certain episode of Friends, a very popular sitcom in the 90s. Dissecting a particular episode of Friends and talking about the subliminal messages embedded within. Now, I've chosen Friends because it was so popular in its day, and it still is actually. So to understand that even our most popular favorite movies might not all be saying what we wish that they say. So we've come to the end of our very first episode of The Hidden Influences. And I hope that we begin to further understand and be on the lookout for just how pervasive media messages are. And what to do about them as individuals, as groups, as a collective society. Have a wonderful day.